0: Welcome back to What Do You Want to Watch? The show hosted by myself, Nathan English, and David Dirks. And it's October, and David and I are both just watching a bunch of horror movies. And David got me to watch one that actually truly scared me, which is probably the first watch this this year, I think, that I, I've been genuinely scared by. That's a movie called Hell House LLC. We're going to be talking about that. Um, and we're going to be talking about movies that have genuinely scared us. So maybe you can add them to the list if you... You want to be spooked for for Halloween as as we close out this month. And then Christmas season begins begrudgingly for me um, and
1: everybody else on the planet. So you'll have that. But it's the most wonderful time of the year.
0: Yeah, we're going to hold out hope (laughs) for the last last moments of horror we possibly can. Um, So we're going to be talking about scary movies today. So stick around. Oh, that was spooky. I apologize for everybody that has already um, had the inclination to turn off the podcast because they were so scared by David's (laughs) earlier, Um, by the way, uh, Hell House LLC is a movie that David watched on Sunday night and then immediately told everybody that he's probably ever met in his life to watch this scary movie for some reason. um, He was commenting on people's B-reels. He was putting it in his letterbox review. He was flying a sign outside of his house in Maryville, um, just him and a flashlight just out there on the corner of the street, just, hey, watch this movie. David, can you first explain Actually, can you just explain the plot of this movie, kind of what this movie is about?
1: Yeah, for sure. So uh, essentially, this this plot, this movie revolves around these group of friends, uh, and they every year open uh, a haunted house called Hell House. Uh, they do mention that last year they were in uh, closer to New York. And had, they were in
0: Queens. Yes. Yeah,
1: Queens. That's right. Um, you know, and had a haunted house opened. It went really well. Uh, this one they found in a, a, a closed and abandoned hotel in Abaddon. Uh, I saw Miss Pennsylvania plates, um, so I think may- maybe it was just Northern Pennsylvania, but pretty close there to um, to New York still. And essentially, they they get there and they buy the hotel, uh, and they they're fixing it up. They have thirty to the forty days right before Halloween. They're fixing this up and um, they're going to turn into a haunted house uh well we find out later how, how much am i talking about this are we are we just kind of fully explaining this um,
0: i don't want to i don't want to spoil the movie but you could essentially just say that that they find out that the house is not the haunted house is actually haunted yeah i mean strange things start happening they start seeing weird things um and it turns and, out that the
1: guy in charge knew about some of these things and, and chose to not and not chose tell to the not rest tell not the tell them
0: yeah. The kind of sinister backstory uh this is a found footage horror movie um which for, for those of you not familiar with the term think of movies like the blair witch project um cloverfield is another popular example uh movies that are shot in this kind of first person style like, um, can, like camcorder quote, yeah yeah like we quote unquote found the footage um and it's also set up well, it's found footage for the majority of it, but it's also set up as this kind of true crime documentary about what happened yeah. as well. So they add yeah. in like interviews and stuff, which adds, I guess, another element. So it's not just your basic found footage horror. There's a little bit outsized about it. Um, David, why did you decide to watch this movie? How how did you come to this decision? I know it's available on Amazon Prime, but how did you find
1: it? Um, so good, good friends of mine, a, a couple here in Maryville, um, you know we we talked and and decided to watch a movie and we kind of all seemed to be horror but uh Tristan uh was like hey you know I saw something about Hell House on, on Prime and I, I was kind of interested in it and I was like sure let's do it my my only knowledge of it was Stephen my little brother um had had mentioned briefly about it and uh you know if you know my brother Stephen I love you if you're listening he he can kind of put on like a, a little like a tough you know, facade. Like, you know, like he's he's a big guy. He's strong. He works out. <laughs> he de- he's not and,
0: gonna admit that he got scared by a
1: movie. Yeah, easily. yeah. But we we're we we're talking. Actually, I think this month, and he was like, "Dude, I've only gotten really gotten got by one movie, and it was Hell House. Like, it it messed with me." And I was like, Steven, did you just admit that? You know?" So no, knowing previously that, and then Tristan bringing that up, I was like, "Yeah, I don't want to look this up. I know nothing about this movie. Let's just watch it. It's either gonna be bad, bad or..." pretty good and man right was it pretty good uh, uh so yeah that's 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 how we decided to watch it how did how did you decide no i'm kidding we, we already know how you yeah. watched
0: it my decision was david um texted me about it put something on letterboxd actually commented on a review that i had i think um and then also said something on my be real about it as well uh so i hadn't either he was gonna bother me <laughs> For the until the end of time, or I was gonna watch this freaking movie, so I watched it fully expecting it not to be that scary. Um, I was
1: fully, I was like, dude, he's gonna quite honestly. I'm gonna be so I, was to like,
0: that. I was like, I was like. David is lying. And actually the first 30 minutes, I was pretty annoyed that I was watching it. The, I sent you guys the text of the dude just saying like, we'll never know what happened that night. He said it like five times and this movie. is like, oh my gosh, yeah. this is the scary movie that we're watching. But then they just shift it completely to being mm-hmm. on the people running the house. And that's where the movie starts to strive for. And there's a couple of scares in this that I, I don't know if they're new. They were new to me. I, I doubt they're new to horror. I bet they've been done before. But they're just ones that you're like, I just wasn't expecting because they didn't follow the normal tropes. And I was mm. like, okay, uh, but this just there was a lot of. I it was good. It, that was one where I was like happy to turn the lights on after that. Um, especially yeah. watching that alone in my apartment, I was like, haha, okay, this wasn't yeah. great. So, yeah, I think it's. I think also, just as a rule of thumb, I think found footage horror movies are scarier. I would agree. There's something about that, just the groundedness, um, the the realism that you feel. They can be really bad too. Like if they, if the acting is poor, they can be real schlocky and 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 just feel kind of overdone and kind of this like artificial. Um, I don't know. I would I would compare it to like eating spray cheese. That's almost like what you would feel like how the movie feels. You're like, okay, this is a bunch of crap. But these characters felt kind of real honestly. Uh the way they were acting was like how friends would actually interact with each other. Of course they do the classic like ignore all the signs to get out. Like any of us would have gotten out of the hotel. But Mm -hmm. I I enjoyed that part of it. And yeah,
1: I I actually found this scary. Yeah, I I think you may have just you're about to ask me before I cut you off. I think that's what makes this even scarier for me. Very it's a very low budget film. Uh very not the not the greatest quality in some aspects you know, the found footage. But I think that makes it so much more down to earth and like that much terrifying. Sometimes I think with these, you know, big production companies and and big businesses get into trouble with is like they pour $20 million into a horror movie and you're like, yeah, I know this isn't real. Like, you know, there's some good, good spots in this movie and this. Yeah.
0: They're trying to entertain you with how like violent the kill is or yeah,
1: but like how, how
0: cool the blood effects are.
1: Yeah. But this movie was so just raw and real and like, bare like it almost felt like legit, like real, and I was,
0: just, and it was, it, it was dirty. That's the like you think about whenever they're shooting everything that when they're in the basement of this hotel, it's all like dirty. There's there's dust all over the floor. There's like old broken bottles down there and stuff. You can like feel how dirty the place what is, it and that just you of, makes it
1: scarier. <laughs> Our basement at seven five, yes.
0: yeah, the literal cellar, the house that we used to live in in college. Yep. It's it's like the exact same. It, it was like, I as soon as I saw it the first time, I was like, oh, this is, I would hate yeah. if I was living in that house right now watching this yeah. movie. I would have to chuck a Molotov yeah. cocktail down there to
1: be able dude, to yeah. sleep at night. Props, props to that cameraman. Because, dude, he like made, ha- like, he made the movie like as scary as it was, I think, with the sudden like camera movements and the looking behind him. And then like, just like the, what I don't know, the stuff he did and the way he shot it, I was just like, dog. Turn back around, please, or dog, why are you looking like that around the corner? Or you know what I mean? Like it, Mm -hmm. it just creates anxiety and Mm -hmm. you know an intensity where you're like, I would never admit this, but I kind of want to hide under my blanket right now. You know, so yeah, dude. Uh, What what aspects? I, you know, I've talked about it obviously with you. Like what what kind of aspects did you really like enjoy most about this movie? And when I say enjoy, I mean I guess get more terrified at.
0: (laughs) Um, I like that they. You know, they had a couple that were like the classic, like they're right behind me, aren't they? Jump scares mm-hmm. um, that were pretty. They were a little corny, but I liked that There was a little backstory into it, but we didn't figure out everything. Yeah. You know, sometimes a horror movie falls apart and it doesn't become scary for you once you figure out everything that's going on. And we never really fully understand why what's happening is happening the whole yeah. time. Um, And I think that that's probably, I would say, one of the strongest parts of this movie.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's like, you know, you see that opening video and it's pretty unsettling of like the people screaming and stuff and you're like wanting to figure out, okay, what's going on? And for most of the movie, you're sitting there like, all right, I'm just waiting to figure out what happened down there, you know, and Mm -hmm. they do a really good job of like they. I mean, even at the end when they reveal it, you're still like, what in the world? Like, it's still not like, oh, okay, satisfying ending, you know,
0: unless you're me who just. Was texting this group chat of other people that had seen it last night and somehow predicted the ending before it happened.
1: Yeah, Just I was so upset. Out
0: of nowhere, I was like, "Wait, this!" And I can we can actually off air. I'll explain to you why I thought the way I, I okay. did and how I came yeah, yeah. to that conclusion because I'm sure you're wondering. But yeah, it's still the movie kept me on my toes and the scares were genuine, even though I was expecting them. And I think yeah. it did the slow burn thing where for a while you you don't get scared for like the first thirty minutes. Um, which you're, so you're kind of just like waiting and waiting and waiting. And even when they start doing the found footage stuff in the haunted house itself, you still don't get scared for a little bit. And you're like, okay, like this is still building. Like you're just waiting for the shoe to drop and it does, but then there's a break and it, like, it lulls you into complacency before scaring you again, which I think is a really smart move because you just start throwing like scary stuff back to back to back in every single scene. Eventually we get numb to it. Right. And, yep. and we, we, decide to not care about it but they did a good job of spacing out their scares and i think making them most effective
1: yeah i agree you get like comfortable almost and you forget you're in a horror movie right and then like all of a sudden you know his head turns you're like oh no 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 you know it's yeah um so which i think is
0: another reason they use the the kind of true crime documentary thing because that's another level to take you out where you're like oh this isn't that scary like i'm just walking just watching a documentary Hmm. And so that's a level to pull you out. And they put you back in again, um, which I think is pretty. I also pretty cool.
1: I also think right. We have horror movies and then we have like thriller movies. And I I would like classify if it's a really good thriller. You're like tense. You're anxious. You know, I think of like Jordan Peele's movies, even with like Nope. it. I think it's considered a horror movie, but I'm like tense the whole time. Like it's a thriller to me. Right. So I think what this movie did well is with that original found footage, it first gets me tense because I'm like, I've been in a, I've been in a haunted house. Like, what if this happened to me? This is mm-hmm. overwhelming, and a lot's happening. I'm tense. But then they mm-hmm. hit you with like horror aspect with it too, because like some horror movies, you know, like I just watched Insidious, and it's very good, but it's like a lot of like just simply like jump scares. And um, you know, there's a couple parts yeah. I feel tense, but there's also parts I'm like, okay, I'm fine. Yeah. So, like, for them to both add that tense and then a jump scare. Like, that's just, I think that's really good on this part. On a movie that's like, dude, it looks like they made their movie poster on PowerPoint, and I I would be surprised if they had over $10,000 to make this movie. I actually
0: need to look up the budget for this.
1: Uh, I I tried to look. I don't know if I looked in the right place, but it's like, you know, it's just impressive. Like, it, it does look like a bunch of, like, high schoolers made it, like, on the movie poster, and then, you, you know, really, there's, like, six, seven actors in this haunted house and they have a a camera recorder and for them to be able to create what they did, it's, it's impressive. Uh, I really am impressed.
0: Yeah. They don't, I don't think they ever really say, but it's cheap. I mean, found footage movies are cheap to make even studio ones. If you think about the terrible found footage movie, uh, the gallows, we watched Mm. that actually together. Um, I, I had seen it previously, but we watched that together and that movie was made for nothing. And I think made like eight, thousand percent of its budget back or something like that like that
1: i will never forget they'll do that jump scare on that coat rack i've never jumped more in my life i don't know why that besides
0: you that one did get you i don't know um,
1: why that got me so bad but uh, i
0: sent i sent david one from the exit the if you haven't checked out the sequel uh one of the sequels to the exorcist a movie we're actually going to talk about here in a little bit the exorcist three is it just completely ignores the exorcist two you don't have to watch it at all it's a really good movie but i think in my opinion, has the best jump scare of all time. Um, And it's Mm. the same kind of thing we're talking about. It's a it lulls you into complacency, but you're still kind of tense and you think it's like a moment where you think you're going to get relief and you think you're safe and then it happens and you're not ready for it. And Hell House does that multiple times. And I thought that was really effective. So, yeah,
1: I. uh... Man, yeah, I'm just kind of like amazed, like, you know, you don't have high expectations with horror movies anyway, but it's just a random movie that all these actors have only been in this one, the second and the third of this series. Mm-hmm. And you never heard of these actors. And it's like, wow, I, I don't know, maybe that's maybe that's like what the horror genre needs. It's not these big name actors or all this money, but like raw and just no names and like an idea. You know,
0: I mean, that's how that's how a lot of these movies were were started. I mean, they start with no name actors and those actors become names afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I think you're I think you're correct in and that um, and that just makes it scarier because, you know, if, if, if there's a recognizable person, which was the genius of a movie like the Blair Witch Project, there's a recognizable person in it it throws off the realness for you. Yeah. You know, you don't feel like this movie's real life if there's a movie star, um, even if it's one that's not even a movie star, even if it's a person you have for sure seen before in other movies, like if you think about just a uh, a famous character actor. um that's in the in the movie that you recognize from something else it's going to take you out of it because it won't feel mm-hmm. real anymore you're like oh okay well this is i mean it's still a horror movie i'm not saying this can't be scary but
1: i recognize like, this
0: guy so like, i know like this didn't s- actually
1: happen sinister would be a good example of that really good horror movie it's uh you know yeah we'll talk but when ethan hawk shows up you're like okay um, yeah exactly so, yeah you know, uh, hey you know i at your own risk, uh, watch this movie. Uh, all my friends, that you know, I I think four of them ended up watching it. They weren't necessarily happy that I had them watch that. One told me to piss off, and the other one called me because he had to go upstairs to get his laundry and he didn't want to do it by himself. So I, you know, Facetimed him. So I'm creating trauma <laughs> within a friend group. Uh, so I do apologize, but yeah, it was good. It's good though. Uh,
0: that we can we can dovetail that into our next conversation. Um, horror movies that actually scared us, which sounds like it it sounds like a lot of bravado honestly it sounds like we're like we yeah, we're so tough we don't get scared by anything but i think that's just the nature of it when you're exposed to more stuff you don't get scared by mm-hmm. scared by horror movies i mean i've seen like 25 horror movies this month alone the majority of which have not scared me um yeah. in, in the slightest um even a movie like the black phone which is definitely made to scare you i just didn't um and i still i still thought it was good i still thought it was a decent movie but i i wasn't scared by it but I think yeah. things just have to be right. David, what's a movie, though, that you know is not scary at all, but as a child, when you first watched it, you were terrified?
1: Um, you, you told me about this kind of before the show, and the first thing I thought of was Signs, M. Night Shyamalan's Signs. Uh, that scare like, in Signs is legit. My uh, parents grew up not really into horror. Um, they they weren't a fan, and I think, obviously, like, too, uh, some of these movies, like, they just didn't want to expose us uh, to that at a young age. But my dad yeah. my dad does like In Night Shyamalan. He likes the Sixth Sense. Uh, you know, he likes uh the Village. He likes uh, you know, and and Signs is one of those. So that we walked watched that as a kid and it kinda spooked me out. It really did. And um with little exposure, you know, I'm not numb to this. Like it was pretty kind of new for me. So, you know, that jump scare you talk about, yeah, uh got me. And there's just a couple scenes in there. Um, I was like, Todd, this movie just kind of you know, gives me the heebie-jeebies, as Jim Carrey likes to say uh, in The Grinch. So Signs, for me, is that movie is a kid that kind of got to me. Mm-hmm. What's yours? Uh,
0: mine mine is Jaws. Uh, uh, Jaws is a very tense movie, but I don't think it's like a scary, quote-unquote scary movie. But mm-hmm. So I was at a friend's house um, when I was like, I want to say I was like eight, seven or eight. And we watched Jaws. Um, PG, too obviously, because I made sure I, my parents had me trained. I was like, I can't watch an R rated movie. Um, I'm too young for that. And they're like, it's PG. I was like, Oh, frick, PG. Nothing. And they're like, it's kind of scary, though. And I was like, it's I'm not gonna get scared, guys. <laughs> and then I went to the lake after that. So I watched Jaws and then went swimming for a whole weekend, bro. I was terrified. I didn't want to get in the water. I was like, "Get me out of here! There's a man-eating shark at the Lake of the Ozarks. I'm not doing this." Jaws that's got too young
1: me. to die. Yeah,
0: and I think that's, there's yeah. multiple scenes, specifically the the one where uh, Roy Scheider is chumming up the water, and then Jaws makes an appearance. There's also the floating head scene, which mm. again, how that's in a PG movie is insane. Jaws is still a masterclass in tension. I don't know that it's actually. I I don't find it actually scary anymore. But when I was a kid, man, yeah, that's
1: the rating system. Is that why it was PG?
0: Yes. Yeah, that was one of those that came out well before PG-13. And before we end this conversation about childhood fears, we got to shout out um, the uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Is it Charlie? I don't ever remember which one. It's Charlie, right? It's the older one. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, the tunnel scene that uh, everybody got got by that uh adults got got by that i don't know what they were doing um but that seems horrifying
1: i don't know why that's in a kids movie (laughs) i think think you're right in that like horror movies that actually scared us because like we recognize like uh the shining or we recognize as the thing the fly hellraiser like some of these like iconic horror movies that don't scare people they're not there it was a different kind of horror like it was still makes you tense and it's still like wow this yeah. is insane. it's unsettling but, it's not but like, you're not
0: like you're not like checking you're not like checking dark rooms at night when you go to yeah. bed you're not like worried about closing doors or making sure your closet's closed or checking under the bed like that's not yeah. what you're doing when you watch those movies
1: yeah poltergeist just same same thing that happened with poltergeist you know so like it, it can still be a good horror movie and not psycho as well i can you know it can be a right. good movie but not like Oh, I can't sleep right now, you know. Right.
0: So, like I don't I don't know a single person that it's ever been like, man, the movie Scream is scary. Yeah. But but I don't really know a single person either that's like the movie Scream is bad.
1: Yeah. You know? Everyone's like Screams iconic horror movie. Like it's just yeah. like the standard, you know.
0: Right. Um so let let's let's get into our list um of we both picked five movies that legitimately scared us. We do have crossover, um, I should say. Because, you know, coming up with this list was actually a little harder than I expected, quite honestly. And I'm trying to think about first watches, too. Um, Because on subsequent watches, obviously, horror is one of those where the scare factor diminishes completely on second watch. Because you just, you know where the jump scare is in the movie. So you're not freaked out by it and and that other stuff. So this is first watches as well. Um, David... I'm thinking we tackle the ones we have different first. Okay. So then we can talk about the ones that we have the same at the end and kind of just have longer conversations over those. So okay. first up on your list, just give me one that I don't have on mine, essentially.
1: I'm assuming your bottom, like five to one, right? Bottom to top. Is that how you did that rating? Or were you just kind of rating um, them in?
0: Yes, that is how I did that rating.
1: Okay. I will... Uh... I actually just changed my number 5 um um and cuz you mentioned specifically with the first watch uh i just recently watched sinister uh and it you know it was still scary still tense at times but it wasn't like as scary as i remember Bro, that,
0: that first watch of sinister is
1: that we wa- i watched it for the first time in the house and i remember it was like it was terrifying um and so that's why i changed that because it it got me um that, that's a movie that definitely reply, relies on that first watch with those found footage i get those tapes found in the attic and a couple jump scares they put in there and uh look looking back i remember sinister got me very good um it's actually one of the low it's not like terribly highly rated but it's still one of my favorite um like horror movies that have been made um so that's that's the fifth for me sinister ethan Hawke stars in that uh he's a true crime writer ghost towns where uh You know, people have been missing to try to help find them, And yeah, and uh, and he takes it too far
0: and lives in that house of the murder victims, which is the stupidest thing you could freaking do. Um, But uh, that's another movie uses found footage. It's not a found footage horror movie, but a lot of the scariest parts of that movie are when he's watching the the video footage of the kills um, from previous you know I, I don't want to explain the whole plot if you haven't seen it but he's there are found footage of like people dying and that is the scariest part of the movie i yeah, I, I think yeah. specifically the the lawnmower one is, oh is just so unsettling um and there's some pretty good jump scares as well uh the ending of that movie I think falls apart a little bit but like the the first hour and a half are legitimately terrifying yeah
1: so that so. that's that's my number five
0: so uh and my number five is a pretty recent release it it is the invisible man the Mm
1: -hmm.
0: um re i guess you could say reboot remake reimagining of the classic uh universal monster movie character uh starring elizabeth moss she is a woman who is trying to get out of an abusive relationship and does they think that her ex-husband died that he killed himself but she doesn't believe that turns out that um he has found a way to, quote unquote, make himself invisible and now is terrorizing her. Mm-hmm. It's just such a good idea for a horror movie because yeah. there's literally like nothing. He's not there like you can't see him. There's so many points in the movie where she just looks at a chair and she's like, he's in this room. Because she mm-hmm. sees the imprint in the chair. He He kills people in front of her that he can blame on her because nobody can see him. It's just such a good idea for a horror yeah. movie. And it's yeah. like takes a monster that I don't think anybody would think is scary before. And you're like, he could be anywhere like he yep. could be right behind you right now and you would never know it. Yeah. Um. And that movie was tense throughout, but there were points where I like afterwards I'd be like,
1: mm, I, I wouldn't know. Like you wouldn't know if he's in your room. yeah, that's actually a really good point. I, uh, I also think I really enjoyed it. Also, I mean, I've said this when I say enjoyed means uh, scared um, because <laughs> it was like a different idea of horror of like the footprints or the like the butt print. Like every jump scare has been, oh, I'm ju- I'm scared because this thing that I see just jumps yeah. out it was like a new aspect on horror. And I think and that's you why see like,
0: like a knife floating towards her when she's turned around and stuff. yeah. Stuff and like, also yeah. the thing is, she's smart too. Yeah, she's not an idiot in this movie. She's not doing the thing where she just makes poor decisions all the time. She's actually really smart with what she does. It's just this is such an unbelievable story to try to tell people that it's yep. so hard for her to convince them that it's happening. But she's just so smart about They're it. They're also really too. smart,
1: too. They might have an equal amount of shots that are scary where there's we're in a room and she's sus, but nothing ever happens. But they set us up so much that you're like unsettled in yes. this room. Even though nothing yes. ends up happening, you're like, oh, my gosh, wait, I just saw – Oh my gosh, a flight smooth. Is that like, you know, like it's like random stuff. Your mind starts to create things for you and, and, you know, scares you. So your heart,
0: your heartbeat is just, it's just up there. So, so yeah, that, that number five for me, that's it. And that could be recency bias as well. it's a movie I saw for the first time, much more recently than some of these other horror movies. But I remember that one, that one pretty well freaked me out, which was, yeah. I I really enjoyed that experience though. That was a good movie. David, what do you got up next?
1: Uh my next one actually in the number two slot is the Conjuring. Mm. Uh and originally I low-key was like, I'll just say whatever movie whichever one Nathan doesn't select. Cause I low-key thought you'd put one of the conjuring movies. Um yeah. I don't know which one I I don't know which one is, is in that slot for me. Cause they are both one and two are both pretty terrifying for me.
0: Yeah, you got the clapping scene in one, which is the like let's pl- let's play hide and clap. That that' <sighs> that part the first time you watch it is creepy and then in two, you have the little girl transform into the old man in the chair Mm. um and that that is also terrifying as well i I was thinking about it the conjuring was the conjuring two was six there was six on my list the thing that took it off was the like the classic jump scare of the uh what what is he called uh, the giant guy that the kid sees, I don't remember. I think the nun was the scariest thing in that movie, and they should have just used more of the nun. That would mm. be my critique of making it actually scary. But yeah.
1: I'll choose the original just for the sake of like, oh, it's, a, it's the first. And it's, it's the highest rated one, you know. Um, either way, like, I don't know if you can go wrong. But yeah, dude, first watch. Uh, I don't. I may not watch The Conjurings like again. I don't know why. Just the whole it just. Come it, on. You got to. They're
0: good. They're like good. Good movies. It's just though.
1: like it's weird, though. I'm just like, oh, I just get these weird feelings and the whole spiritual stuff. They really just dive into. And the third one really was the, like, I yeah, like think the third one's on, bad.
0: The third it one's too not
1: far, bad. you know. Um, There's
0: but, no James one. So I'm out on the third
1: one. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, this is just. I mean, if Nathan and I both get like the shakes from even thinking about this movie, we—it's obviously—it's deserving of that. So that's 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 mine. The Conjuring. Um,
0: when did this yeah. come out? Was it 2014? Right, 2013. I think I watched this like right after it came out. I didn't watch it in theaters, but I watched it with some friends like right after like on a Friday night.
1: Came out in 2013. Yeah. And then um, the second installment.
0: Second one, 2016 came out in 2016. Yeah. Okay. well, I I remember watching the first one and being like absolutely terrified in high school. Yeah, I was like, this is stupid. I was one of those like drive home with like the lights on in my car and like Mm -hmm. my music was loud as heck. and And then when I got home, I like, you know, was turning on. I had to not wake my parents up, but I was still like turning on every light on my, like I had to turn on the hallway light to get back to my room. And then I turned my room on and then (laughs) I was like sitting there like, I got to go to sleep, but I don't want to.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it'll mess with you. It'll mess with you. So that's, that's my, uh, that was number two on my list of the Conjuring movies.
0: Also in the, in the number two slot will be my next pick. Um, And it did, that is the Blair Witch Project. Um, Hmm. I think the granddaddy of all found footage horror movies uh, movie that I was did not know was fake when I saw it the first time that's I watched it young ish. Um, I actually blame my father a little bit for this. He like kind of hyped hyped it up before I saw it. He he was not the one that showed me it. My dad didn't show me horror movies, but he I had asked him because I had heard that it was the scariest movie of all time, which is kind of what it was dubbed when it came out in theaters Um, and he was like, yeah, there's. There's like about these guys that go missing, they were never found again. We all we all thought if they thought it was real. They have this whole online marketing campaign. And I was like getting hyped up. I'm like, oh crap, this movie's gonna be terrifying. And I watched it, and you know, almost nothing happens in it, and it's still scary as hell. Mm-hmm. Uh, I freaking uh, it's yeah, it's what I compare every other found footage movie to. Um, mm-hmm. and I think this is another genius level marketing like they convinced people this movie was real this was in the early days of the internet they had a whole backstory written out for each of the characters they had websites linked to quote-unquote newspaper articles about what had happened these people were obviously not famous so everybody thought they were missing and you got that end scene when the person's just standing face in the corner dog i've seen the remake the remake is not good um the the original though man it's just it's quintessential found footage. If you're if you like found footage horror movies, you have to watch Blair Witch. And, mm. and it just got me. It did. Um, it yeah. just really did. Uh
1: this is something, this is a movie I want to revisit. Um I watched this a couple of years ago and I wasn't actually a hundred percent sold on it. Um I don't know if my expectations were wrong or if I just I don't know. You know, and uh, you know, you Other people have talked about it as well, but it's just like, I almost, you know, you almost feel like you're in the minority of an an opinion. You're like, maybe I should just revisit this Uh, because I I wasn't 100% sold. That's possible. Um, So it's one I want to rewatch because even like Jordan Peele has referenced this as like a horror movie that he looks up to because of it's the way that, you know, they allow your imagination to take over. Uh, Well, and and get more scarier, you know, for yourself. And
0: that's the thing for me. Horror movies are always scarier for me when I can't tell everything that's going on uh, when they Mm -hmm. leave stuff to my imagination. And this Blair Witch Project is really a movie that lets you like try to figure out what's going on in the background, but doesn't give you insight into what's happening. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's even like I did. Before I watched this movie, I read all the stuff on the freaking Blair Witch, too. Like, all the backstory that they had. So, I was, like, primed to be freaking creeped out, dog. And then I watched it, and I was like, I was not ready. And this was, uh, my first watch, I will say, was also in my, I don't watch a lot of horror movies. I think, like, this was, like, the, definitely in one of the first 20 legitimate horror movies I'd ever seen in my life was the Blair Witch Project. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, yeah. Probably a bad move on my part, but it got me. It really did. Yeah. Um, so all right. David, we got some in common now. Uh three of, them. One in the, three of the five. <laughs> three of the five. Both of our number we have our number four and our number one are the same. Um and our number three. Oh wait, did we put these in the same we put them in the same exact slots? That's insane. So
1: I, I actually will say I had Hereditary and Exorcist flipped, but they were so even. And I saw yours like that. I'm like, I'll just, I'll just flip them, and we'll just align like that. Because, yeah, mm-hmm. they're both, they're both two of my four favorite horror movies of all time.
0: Okay, well, so let's talk about. Let's talk about number four, The Exorcist. Yeah. We both have it in there. Um, da, what can you say about The Exorcist that hasn't already been said? You know, it's the greatest horror movie of all time, maybe. Um. It's, it's, it's a movie that was made, it set the template for how other horror movies would be made. Yeah. Um, and you know, I don't think that there's anything that's specifically that terrifying about it in terms of like shock factor with what we see now in horror movies. Mm. When this came out in the seventies, this had to have people losing their damn minds though.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, uh, we, I just, just watched this for the first time, uh, this new year when we went on that trip, I had never seen it. Oh, I didn't know that was your first
0: watch. I had never seen it
1: before. Yeah. And it was disturbing. Uh, It was intense. Uh, It was scary at times. Um, I guess like horrifying, maybe more than like scared. I guess I think those are kind of different things. Yeah. So, but yeah, dude, it's, it is, I mean, maybe this is a bold statement. I'll say one of the best horror movies of all time, but it might be the best horror movie of all time.
0: So, Yeah. Yeah. Because it's also just a really good movie. It's a really well shot movie, a really well made movie. But and the secret to The Exorcist is not in jump scares. That's not how it's going to get you. You know, it's the like slow possession and then just turning of Reagan McNeil into this demonic figure whose head turns, who stabs herself with a crucifix, who vomits all over everybody who, you know turns a room completely like 32 degrees who yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and the, it's the voice. It's, it's the voice of Reagan, the voice of the demon. Shout out Pazuzu, my guy putting up stats, um, getting his numbers in, get, getting his checks. And it's just, it's a, again, it's not like, a, I don't know if it's a movie that I'll have you like checking corners at the night, but it's a movie where after you
1: don't watch it, you're like, Ugh.
0: like I need yeah, to shower.
1: You're, you're unsettled. <laughs> yeah. For so, sure.
0: And I think it legitimately does scare you at points too. Um, but yeah. especially if you have no idea what's going to happen going in. Mm. Um, if you're not prepared. Because some of the things she says, you're like, huh? Did I just, did I just hear that correctly? Some of it's kind of funny almost at certain points. Yeah. But then the other... Uh, we watched this yeah, together uh, on a New Year's trip with a couple of other people. Who, I think I was the only one in the room that had seen it before. Um, I think so too. We watched, we watched it... And I would say the majority of the people were like, "Uh huh? Like I'm out. Um, I think, I think one of our, one of our roommates at that point was like, I'm going to sleep with the lights on. I need to drink some caffeine so I can stay up. He he intentionally
1: fell asleep in the movie. So you wouldn't have to watch it and be scared by it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And he still got scared by it. So you gotta do what you
1: gotta do, I guess. But yeah.
0: Yeah. So we both have the exorcist at number four. Uh, We're not directed by William Friedkin starring Linda Blair. It's, it's, I don't know if you haven't seen the exorcist, and you like horror movies at all. What the frick are you doing? This is mandatory yeah. watching, watch it, right? Uh, up next, Ari Aster's, uh, the first Ari Aster movie I've ever seen. Uh, and that is hereditary mm. a movie that has become kind of famous. I think is maybe the last, the scariest movie made in the last decade. Mm. Um, Bro, hereditary, just, it's another one of the, the, you're just not ready for what's happening. And the, the like sound it makes a sound scary to you it's just yeah we we knew it instantly yep um <laughs> we've already talked about this as well on our like best horror movie of the year pod but yeah david w- tell me about your first watch experience with hereditary
1: i think we watched this together too didn't we 715 or we watched it uh, well, that what
0: i apparently i could just keep watching these movies yeah so i had already seen it at that point but yes we watched it together. It was not in our house. It was in the house sophomore year is where we watched it.
1: That's right. That's right. Yeah, dude, it's, uh, man, it's just terrifying. I think what makes this movie scary too is it doesn't like abuse and overuse jump scares and stuff. Like really, they, there aren't an insane amount of jump scares or scary parts, but when there are those things, it's, it's pretty terrifying. Um, mm-hmm and like you said, like this, even the smallest things of little sound effects, um, the tiniest of, of sound effects, um, like brings kind of chills to your skin. And and whenever you feel that, you know that the director's accomplished what he wanted to, because he can just click his tongue, and you're like, that. nope, nope, yeah, you know, nah. No. <sighs> um, and I, I, we have to we have to absolutely shout out uh, Tony Colette because she,
0: she just yeah she's an icon up, in this movie.
1: Uh, triple double. Uh, Alex Wolf uh, also uh does does a very good job. Um hurts his nose in the movie, so shout out because that looked like that. There. But <laughs> yeah. A tough movie to watch because it is it's good and it's it, it is scary. Uh and it's weird. Classic area Ari Aster, Oster, it's weird as heck. Hey, weird as yeah.
0: heck. Yeah. Yeah. I I think I I still prefer Midsommar over this movie as a as a movie watching experience, but I think this one is definitely scarier. Um yeah. And yeah, it's. I mean, I think everybody knows the 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 telephone pole part, but that's not even this. That's not like one of the. I don't think that's the most shocking part of this movie. Quite honestly, I I, mm-hmm. I legitimately don't. There's there's stuff that happens. Yeah. You're like, what the frick? Especially in the last thirty minutes, you're like, what is going on? Um, yeah. It's... Yeah. It's just it's just really getting you yeah, at points. Um. So. Yeah, hereditary. Hereditary scary. <laughs> hey. That was so terrible. Come on. Um, our number one, our shared number one, a movie that I think I guessed you were going to put it number one, and you probably figured I was going to put it number one, too. A movie Humanimous. I just recently watched this last week. Let me set the scene for everybody, because we, we actually did watch this for the first time together. Yep. Um, It is freshman year, and we are. it is Halloween night, and we are mm-hmm. sitting in our RA's dorm room. Mm-hmm. There's a group of us guys in there, and we want to watch a horror movie. Some people, like myself and David, want to watch something kind of scary. A lot of the other people did not. We decide upon this movie that I had heard of before, but didn't really know a whole lot about, called *The Descent*. Um, it's uh, supposed it's a horror movie about people, women, a group of women that dive in a cave um, and then encounter something else. And I was like, "All right, like this should this should kind of fit the bill. Maybe I hope it'll be a little scary for my sake. but Maybe it won't be that scary." <laughs> and we start watching it. And when I tell you the descent traumatized some college men, whoo, doggy! There were people that didn't want to speak to me afterwards. Um, you know, the descent has—it just comes at you from all angles. It's got found footage uh, stuff in there. It's—it's got the claustrophobia, which is a very mm. effective device for horror. Um, yeah, you know, it puts you in the in these tight corridors in this cave. And you can't see what's going on. There's at uh, one point in time. I think the scariest part of the movie is when one of the girls gets stuck while she's crawling through. And then on top of all that, it's got goblin people that eat other people. Mm-hmm. And a lake of blood and
1: the crawlers deaths. And IMD- you know, IMDB you- called them crawlers is what they were yeah. officially known as night vision where you where you clearly can see them
0: and and you know what's going on in the dark um it this movie's horrifying
1: (laughs) yeah i uh, there's there's a specific jump scene in there i i I think it is it is the biggest i've jumped in a horror movie uh and i think you probably know what what scene i'm talking about absolutely Um, i do it's i've already seen this movie and when i just watched it with sophie I, I like I like jumped out of, like I left air. My butt and the cushion <laughs> of the couch. There was there was H2O between that. Uh H
0: that's water, sir. I mean sorry. CO
1: two. Uh 2 as well. Uh actually all the elements. Probably a little plastic too. No one today's age is all plastic in the air. Oh my god. Uh, and I yeah, it was it, Yeah, dude, it, I'm all just befuddled now. I'm thinking about this movie. It's terrifying. So Yeah. How um, did
0: how did Sophie feel about that? um you luckily, guys speak she's, afterwards she's, or
1: she, she's, she's very be graceful. The silent treatment very graceful but i think she uh would like to never watch that movie again uh if she had the choice to do so so
0: i know for a fact i know for a fact that it scarred one of our friends so bad that he regularly thinks about it um and this has been four years it's been four he just years. actually
1: said something about it too yeah
0: he said something about it recently he, he is scarred so much um, that he regularly thinks about how scary this movie is. I, it's just a movie that comes at you from all angles. And as a person that's claustrophobic, that's the part that really got me. Uh, honestly, mm-hmm. the the goblin stuff isn't isn't as scary to me, but the claustrophobia part really just really just gets me. Um, yeah. And yeah, this is a horror movie where people make poor decisions. There's a lot of poor decisions that get made. But yeah, it's just. It lulls you into complacency because the, there's a there's like kind of a jump scare at the beginning of the movie and then nothing for a while. And mm-hmm. you're like, eh, all right. Maybe it'll just be yeah. like a little... I'm sure there's going to be some scary thing at the end here. And then it just all hell breaks loose and you're terrified for the last 45 yeah. minutes.
1: I mean, I will say there were some bad decisions made, but once they get down in the cave, it's like, dog, I don't know what I would do. In the situation now, it's like, I don't know. I really don't know what i do. I don't know how to help you in this. The it bad decision
0: going in a cave well yeah uh, that, don't
1: i think that makes the movie more terrifying because like once you yeah. get down there it's like i don't know what i would do and that terrifies me it's not like oh i just wouldn't do this i'm I'm not scared you know like you put yourself in those shoes and you're like
0: you're i, I don't know i'm terrified yeah you know Yeah, the the bad decision is going in the cave it's just no bueno no bueno yeah that's um cool. don't so that movie convinced me. I mean, I was out on caves before that. I'm claustrophobic. It's a dirty, wet hole in the ground. Um, I'm not going in there. I know Missouri is famous for them for some freaking reason because the state kind of sucks. No, um, don't
1: talk about Missouri like that. Come on.
0: Still better than Kansas, so it doesn't sure. matter. And Iowa. Uh, and Iowa. And Nebraska. Uh, um, but and I was just like, no, nah, I probably won't ever go into a cave. And then I watched this. And then I watched this movie and I said, yeah, I'm definitely never going in a cave uh, because no. This ain't happening to me. You're not going to get me, crawlers. You're not going to get me.
1: Hell House has me never wanting to go into a haunted house again. Dude, imagine watching this movie at 8 p.m. and then at 1030 going to the haunted house in town. Bro,
0: shut up. I wouldn't. I simply, you simply wouldn't. I don't care if you're already paid. You'd be like, there is. There's no way I could do that. It's the same thing. You watch this movie. and You're like, let's go on a cave tour. Uh, let's not.
1: (laughs) Let's not and say we didn't. That actually got suggested,
0: you know, at a a vacation I was on recently. They're like, we should go on a cave tour. And I said, what if we didn't? You know, how about we not? And then we say we didn't because I'm not going in a cave. I've seen it. And you want to know why you watch this movie and then you tell me you want to go into a cave. All right. No.
1: I want to ask you this. If Hell House LLC was allowed to be in a top five list, would would that be number one? Would it be number five? Would it make the list? What do you think?
0: It ain't making the list. You, really, you don't I think, think so? I think it's missing it just a little bit. I, okay. I really don't think it's making it. Uh, off of Hell House, I was looking at it to see what people were saying about it online after I finished it. And there's a lot of other movies that I need to get to that are apparently as scary as Hell House that I want to watch. Wreck, mm-hmm. uh, R-E-C. Uh, R-E-C. Um, is a spanish horror movie that is also a found footage horror movie that's supposed to be really good that i want to watch and then um creep i've heard is really good as well that one's on netflix Hmm. it's like an hour and and it's another creep Creep. yeah it's another found footage one uh i think found footage is inherently scarier but i don't think it and it's probably recency bias. Um, maybe in five years, I'll say that's one of the scariest movies I've ever seen. Uh, it is. It is legitimately terrifying, but I don't think it it would crack my top five. Would it for you?
1: Yeah, I think I'd probably put it at five. Um, it's convincing to go to, to four. I, I, I was reading about it, too. And I think it makes me even more terrified for these horror movies when I read trivia about it. But it's like there's a scene in which the actor's testing part of the haunted house uh and he like you know freaks out and and gets out and like throws up he was so scared uh i read that the actor actually was like that terrified when he got out he actually puked like that was not planned that was not re- like fake the, the actor Correct, actually so i threw just watched up.
0: you just tricked me into watching a man vomit on on which television
1: like, which, thanks david yeah I, did i wonder like also in these horror movies like do they like tell these actors anything so they actually just terrify the crap out of them because yeah that, it works you gotta think that
0: there's a little bit of method part in there where they're like yeah i'm not going to tell you what's going to happen in this scene um like, I'm like not gonna i'll tell you i'll tell you the basics of what's going to happen but i'm not going to give you everything so you're actually genuinely terrified um
1: yeah but yeah, yeah. I, I think it'd make i think it'd make my number five maybe number four but again it's like maybe recency bias. I'm still like thinking about the movie. So that could be why I'm like, it should be number one or, you know, but yeah, mm-hmm. d- definitely got me. Mm-hmm. What, um what were some honorable mentions? We've already mentioned a couple of mine, but did you have any that almost made it?
0: I had the conjuring uh, two on there. Obviously I already said, Um, I gotta go back. Hold on. I gotta go look back. I, I my... can
1: share some of mine while you're to looking like go ahead. Uh, As above, so below almost made mine. That really, that movie, was pretty Alan's scary pretty good. to me uh the night house which we just recently watched that was pretty not bad. good uh and then one for me not necessarily the uh, mother starring jennifer lawrence that wasn't necessarily like jump scare horror but i have never been more anxious or tense or overwhelmed or just overstimulated and like horrified in a movie by mother like it's mm-hmm. just like one to 100 and it literally stays 100 for an hour and a half mm-hmm. um that's like a tough one to watch, and there's not even really many jump scares. Uh, but that's thinking, when mother Mother almost made mine as well.
0: Um, the the witch uh, or the witch, however you yeah. want to say it, um, w- was very close uh, on my list. I I still yeah I still remember the first time I watched that. That movie was pretty terrifying. That's another one yeah. that's just like you don't know what the frick is going on, and then once yeah. you figure it out, you are very very unsettled. Um, yep. oh, I'm trying to think. Um, I I was considering putting the original Halloween on there just because of the suspense and the original Halloween is top tier.
1: Um, and that's that music. A, it's such that's a scary story. movie.
0: And then quite honestly, the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre is very scary as well.
1: Um mm-hmm. it's
0: it it it's a movie that's not as scary now because those movies have morphed into a you know, shock and awe. Let's see how many mm. people Leatherface can kill with a chainsaw. But in the That's original, true. it's not like focused on the gore a lot because they didn't have the money or effects to do that. So mm-hmm. it's a lot about the suspense, the sound of the chainsaw, that putting the girl on the hook, you know, um,
1: or, or yeah. it's a guy.
0: I think actually it's a guy. Um, but yeah, the original
1: Texas Chainsaw Massacre was also up
0: there for me as well.
1: One that almost made mine. I just forgot it was actually number five where I switched it. The Visit. In that Shyamalan's The Visit, for some reason, dude, is just like terrifying to me. Uh See, I thought that one was like corny. Really? Even with like the yeah. so, some scenes with the grandma, I'm like, dog. Ugh, yeah,
0: I thought he was no. doing. I thought that the climb in the oven
1: thing became
0: a meme so early that I, I think that like removed the scary part of the movie for Got me. You. But you just, came hey, in.
1: You just love to hate on my, my guy M night. So, you know,
0: I am not near as big of an M night stand as you. That is, that is true. That's probably where our film taste diverges the most. Um, you're, you're a ride or die for M night and I'm, I'm not, I mean, I'm not not that
1: not nearly as much. I, I think he has good movies, but like I watched old and I was like, I mean, that idea was good, but very poor execution. And I just, there's a Real couple quick. movies I'm a fan of, but yeah.
0: Real quick. The Sixth Sense completely falls apart on rewatch. Completely.
1: I've not seen it a long time, so I don't... Yeah, The twist makes no
0: sense, actually, in the way that the movie is constructed. Um, and I think that I realized that while I was watching the movie because I knew the twist I, I I had the movie spoiled yeah. for me. Before, oh, that
1: sucks too, though. Which
0: I'm sure, but again, I think the test of a good movie is even if you know the twist, is it still like entertaining? Yeah. And um, no, I I it doesn't make sense. Sixth Sense doesn't make sense when you rewatch it, knowing the yeah. ending. Um. So, but I agree, Signs is good. Um, I
1: don't know. Have I'm you seen The think. Village?
0: Yeah, The Village ending was dumb. Um, oh, you thought so?
1: Yeah, I thought it was interesting.
0: I, I think the problem with M night is I'm waiting for the twist the whole time now, whenever I watch his movies. So they're not, they're not scary to me. I think Unbreakable solid uh split was pretty good too. I have split no desire was good. to see uh, glass.
1: He uh, dropped the trailer for his new movie and I have no clue. Like I've seen trailers for his movies before, but I'm like, I have no clue what this Speaking thing is. Speaking of wild
0: trailers, have you seen the trailer for the new James Wan movie, Megan? No. Uh-uh. Um, well, he's not directing it, but he wrote it. Uh, I, I, I would encourage I, you to watch that. Do I yeah. want to
1: watch it or is it? Yeah, ter- no,
0: just, okay. just go ahead. It's not, the trailer's not going to scare you. I mean, you don't have to do it right now, but okay. uh, when we, when we end here, go watch it, go watch the Megan trailer. Um, it's, it's pretty wild. Okay. <laughs> it looks like it looks in the malignant vein of James Wan. Just like, screw it.
1: This. Yeah. I'm going to okay. make this a movie. I'll try it for sure.
0: And I'm down, so.
1: I'll try it. But, hey man, episode 47, uh, it's it's spooky season is in full effect uh, and the gears are turning. Um, got some horror movies for you. I, I would imagine some of you guys have seen most of these, but I know for sure that none of you listening have seen Hell House, unless you're our close friends um, that just watched it. So check that out. Um, please watch it with someone for your safety. Um, but or just do hey it man. like
0: me, just watch it alone.
1: <laughs> well, at your own risk. No, we're not telling you to do it, but do it. Uh, episode forty-seven of what do you want to watch? Uh, you know, we've been talking about it, and you've been listening to it. See ya. Bye.